Dr. Harvey, there's only one black member and one Indian that have made it to the new DA leadership. Uh, what do you think contributed to that? Yeah, look, uh, you know, there'll, there'll always be huge issues around race, uh, you know, and positions and elections in the DA, you know, because of uh, given its history. But, you know, I don't think the, the, there should be a big focus. You know, I mean, if you want to approach things from the point of view of race, what has happened to the ANC? I mean, this is uh, a predominantly, you know, uh, I mean, you hardly have any white people left, even in the NEC. I mm. think South African politics has to go way beyond race and color now, honestly. Uh, uh, you know, I uh, had foreseen this uh, formidable victory of uh, Nathan, you know, yes. uh, against Paul Palazzi. But uh, with, uh, with due respect to I knew that he would... Uh, win by a, a landslide, you know. But I, I think really, uh, to answer your question, you know, South African politics has now graduated now. To, we can see what race and color has done to us and what has the ANC done, you know, even to African people. In fact, the biggest uh, victims, to use that word, of uh, uh, ANC policies have been uh, not black people in general, but Africans in particular to use their own uh, language, you know. So uh, that should tell you, you know, that should be the answer to the question about there is uh, issues, you know, and there will continue to be issues around, uh, you know, who made it people of color, you know, into the upper echelons of uh, the leadership of the DA. But I think uh, uh, South African politics has reached a stage now, really, when we need to look uh, uh, beyond, you know, uh, and even although the prevailing demographics, uh, you know, I mean, the, the nature of the issues of the crisis we face really, Elvis, we have to proceed, you know, way beyond uh, race and color. This is mm-hmm. a very serious limitation of our politics, I have to say. But if you if you look at it in terms of the makeup and, and setup of the new leadership, uh, will it affect the, the party's black membership? And, and do you think it's strong enough, uh, that leadership, to contest the 2024 elections, though? No, no, yes, yes, the response to you. You see, I, I was listening to the debates last night. Uh, one of the big problems is there's no doubt about it, you know. Look, uh, it would appear that the bulk of their membership is black now, but uh, you see, it, to become the ruling party, if the DA's ambition, which it is, to become the ruling party and dislodge the ANC from power, then I can tell you it's going to need to make significantly more inroads into the uh, Black African townships in particular, you know, to, to expand the existing uh, support base. Uh, uh, clearly uh, a big task, and I think that uh, what had happened with the previous uh, Maimani, uh, you know, uh, out of the leadership had had an impact, uh, uh, Lucy, uh, on the DA and its recruitment strategies and so on. Although, uh, you know, under Alan Villa, they had made formidable strides forward, even with the black African townships in Cape Town, you know, uh, uh, largely credit to her. There's no doubt about it. And that, that told you something big. I mean, Helen Zeller grew this DA membership, exploded it, I can tell you, I mean, the black African townships in particular, not only Cape Town, but mainly Cape Town. So uh, I think they will need to make uh, uh, greater inroads, you know. But I'll tell you that the, 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 the electorate is so disheartened, Elvis, the ANC. I mean, you just need to look at social media, mainstream media. I mean, you know, I really don't think even now, well, perhaps more so now in the light of this overwhelming victory of 
kennis en dat de ANC wil go below 40. I don't even think really uh, the other analysts will differ with their analysis, you know. I think things are so bad with the ANC at the moment that it's very possible that they will go 40, 45 or even below 40 next year. But to answer your question, uh, and I think the DA and Villa and Skinnazy will concede, they need to, they lost some ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost over a million uh, 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 support, uh, you know, in the, in the last election, 2019. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. people left, uh, voted for them. So they're going to need to, but this is the best objective moment for any opposition party, and particularly for the DA, to make further inroads electorally into the support base of the ANC. You can see, I mean, what, what happened to them in 2019, and now, between then and now, the Palapala scandal so much in Becky's letter, it's really the worst moment. So I think uh, the DA is well-placed in 2019 to, to, to make maximum impact, you know. In mm-hmm. those elections, so so we've seen the growth in the black uh, uh, membership of the DA. But uh, what do you think has contributed to this lack of black leaders that have uh, left the DA? And will this perhaps have a negative impact on black people still now moving forward joining the party? No, no, I don't think any longer. I'll be honest with you. Initially, and then the recent, uh, there's been a, a string of people, you know, uh, who've left the party. And I'll tell you something. I have issues with some of them who left the reasons. <laughs> Uh, Elvis too easily because of the nature of our history, race and color has played such a dominant part that we play the race card, you know. Uh, I think it's been exhausted now, honestly. Uh, no doubt there's still a white leadership in the DA, and also we need to not be artificial about this thing, you know. The question of skills, competency, you know, a whole lot of issues come to play. You know, you don't just want to have black African faces there for the sake of it. So, you know, I I don't think that uh, even my money, I told him, I interviewed him, I thought he shouldn't have left the DA. Uh, Herman Mashaba is a different thing, and you see they continue to have, because of what had happened, you know, issues with the DA. I think it's, it's exhausting itself. And the nature of this combustible crisis in South Africa, I think, is going to increasingly erode road race and color politics in South Africa and I think we can, we can only be better off for the you know get we need to get down to the brass tacks Elvis the mm-hmm. real issues on the ground this race thing color thing it will continue to play a big part and I think increasingly a less part less as the crisis deepens and we move forward in this country I think and, and it's going to also simultaneously those processes in which not a deracialization but a, 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 a less emphasis on race and color going to move the, four, uh, the DA forward, you know. Mm-hmm. I yes. don't think they're too ambitious to everything they're going to uh, soon or even next year supplant the ANC as a ruling party. And don't forget, I think uh, this very crisis we speak to might uh, embolden and, and, and lead the, the EFF to make, make big gains. Don't forget about that, really, yes. in next year's election, you know, mm-hmm. because the crux of the crisis resides with the black African youth, uh, unemployment in particular. And the, uh, the ESF is very strong on that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting to see what the yes. outcome of next year's election is going to be. Dr. Harvey, I thank you so much for your time. That was writer, author, and political analyst, Dr. Ibrahim Harvey. Now for the DA Congress outcome, we are joined on the line by the newly elected DA Deputy Federal Chairperson, Solly Malazzi. A very good morning to you, sir, and congratulations. 
Um, good morning, Elvis, and morning, your listeners. Thank you very much. Now, you have been elected as one of the deputy federal chairpersons of the DA. What's your reaction and aim moving forward in that position? Well, it's, um, it's an exciting um, Elvis, because my very first elective Congress of the DA that I attended was at that particular venue that we were we, uh, we were at 17 years ago, and to return to the same venue but leave as an elected political office bearer of the Democratic Alliance is is a massive honor that um, I do not take lightly from our members, but. It comes with a huge responsibility, and I'm looking forward to that responsibility as part of a collective team that needs to steer the DA towards the 2024 elections. Mixed reaction to the leadership elected. Uh, You are the only black person in the new leadership group of the party. Uh, What do you think? We've asked this question to our uh, political analysts, but what do you think has contributed to this lack of black leaders, and, and will this have a negative impact on black people joining the party? Mm, absolutely not. I think you know we have to deal with the reality that um, the winners of any electoral contest are a result of the choices that the members of the of the of, of the party made based on the candidates. I think st- if you look, sorry, sorry, you were breaking up there, Mr. Malat. Again, oh, sorry, I was saying if you look at. You know the, the 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 winners of the electoral contest that we had, yeah, um, and their longevity in the Democratic Alliance. The one common thing that has emerged is that the uh, DA delegates have chosen experience um, in, in in the leaders that they, they they chose, and they have chosen leaders with a proven track record um, over time in, in, in the party. The reality is that the DA had the largest Congress in its history and the most diverse Congress it has ever had. So that choice of leadership is a reflection of the diverse delegates of the Democratic Alliance. But will the mostly white leadership not perhaps alienate black voters? I think what voters want in South Africa is to elect political parties that fight for them, right? And that fight for the issues that affect them. And this is one space that the DA has been on the right track, particularly when you look at the type of political campaigns that the DA has been at the forefront, um, particularly the campaign around, you know, cutting um, the, 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 the cost of fuel and the the end load sharing campaign. And these are issues that affect all South Africans, regardless of whether they are black, white, or Indian. And ultimately, South Africans and most residents want to have a government that works for them, that gets the basics of service delivery rights.